0: Hello everyone welcome back to the fourth week of Thor's Corner you guys are here with your host Milo and I'll quickly hand it off to the segment since I have nothing new to show you guys this is Pablo here with athletics and I'm here with Mr. Ayres the football coach for high school and how did the homecoming game go it was a great success you know we played Glens Ferry and won 56 to 42 so that's always a good night it was great to bring home a a homecoming win and bring home the Stanley Trophy. And what was the score? Uh, 56-42. And how long ago did you guys lose the Stanley Cup? Well, the last year we won it was in 2018. And then we went into the two A's, so we didn't play them at all. And so it's been a couple years, so it's nice to bring it back home again. Who's your star player? We don't have any star players. We have a team. And all of them are playing their part and playing their, fulfilling their roles. Uh, when you have a situation like that, you don't depend on a star. That's what all the volleyball coaches said too. <laughs> What's your prediction for the wins and losses at the end of the season? I can't give predictions for wins and losses. What I can tell you is we will play hard and that we will be in every game that we have left. So uh, I predict good things for the future. Here you have it with Mr. Ayers.
1: Welcome back to Local History with Isaac, Part 2, Sewage and Swimming Holes. We pick our story back up with the opening of the Minidoka Internment Camp, 5 miles north of Eden, Idaho. That's about 10 miles from where I'm sitting at this exact moment. Previously, I mentioned the conditions the inmates at the camp endured when they first arrived in August of 1942. One resident, Taikuchi Fuji, wrote in his diary about the sewage conditions the internees had to face. Since the sewer was not finished, all waste was thrown into a dirt pit. He wrote, Since it was summer, a lot of flies had accumulated there. One time there was an epidemic. Taikuchi was actually a renowned artist who had emigrated to Seattle, Washington in 1906. Many of his paintings are on display at a museum in Delray Beach, Florida. The sewage system was finally finished by the end of January 1943. Six months after the camp initially opened. Also at this time, a barbed wire fence was constructed. This outraged many of the incarcerees, which led them to try to sabotage the fence. They cut the wires and pulled the posts out of the ground. For a few hours on November 12, 1942, the fence became electrified. This was not authorized by camp officials, but rather by the contractor who built the fence. The power to the fence was quickly cut off. Eight watchtowers would be built on the internment camp, which in total spanned around three miles. The fence would become such a source of contention that it was removed in April of 1943 to create better access to the crops that the residents were growing. During the summer months, many youths in the camp would swim in the nearby irrigation canals. This, however, was and is still an extremely dangerous thing to do. This led to the deaths of an 11-year-old boy and a 21-year-old man in the summer of 1943. Following these events, two swimming pools would be constructed to mitigate the risk of drowning. Hello everybody, this is not your host, this is Baron, and I'm here with Ethan. And today we're going to be asking Mr. Hank here, what are all of the colors of the rainbow? Um, red, yellow, purple, green, pink, purple, I forgot, orange. Alright, Hank, thank you for your time. Anything you have to say? (laughs) Okay, have a good day.
0: Hello, I'm Ethan, and I'm with Jose. What are all the colors of the rainbow? Red, orange, yellow, green, and blue, purple. Thank you for your time. <laughs> is there anything you'd like to say? Uh, go Vikings. Thank you. Hello, I'm Ethan and I'm with Ella. Hi Ella. What is something you juggle?
1: Um, Tissues. Tissues,
0: very nice. Would you like to say anything? No. Okay, thank you for
1: your time. Hi, this is not your host. This is Baron, and I'm here with... Julie. All right, Julie, what is an item you can use for juggling?
0: A ball, ping pong, um, the bowling pins.
1: All right, thank you. Is there anything you'd like to say to the listeners?
0: No, not really.
1: All right, thank you for your time. Hello, I'm Ethan,
0: and I'm here with... Christopher. How do you spell alarm? Alarm, A-L-A-R-M. Thank you, and is there anything you would like to say? (sighs) No. Okay, thank you. I'm here at the outside concession stand with the juniors who won the homecoming challenges. Everybody's getting free ice cream. Everybody's lined up in front of the concession stand, getting either chocolate, twist, or vanilla.
1: It's all for the fourth week of we're here with braylee and stephanie and we are starting a new segment called girls talk so this week on girls talk we are talking about our belief towards texting versus calling me personally i think that texting is so much better because i get so nervous while calling somebody or like getting a phone call i don't know why but i just like would much rather text what about you stephanie um, I'm exactly the same way. I feel like I only like calling with people that, like, I have a close connection to. 100%. Then there's, like, if you're calling somebody and they're quiet and you just have that moment of, like, awkward silence. Thank you
0: for joining us here today. This is your host, Milo, signing off.